Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm your producer, Max Nolan Young, and on this very special episode of Versus Extreme, we're taking a look at one of our all-time best contributors, Suleiman Assalam, or as you may know them, at Bad Disco Duck. Suli has been a loyal fan and a constant supporter of VSX since our earliest days, and we wanted to take the time to show them just how much their enthusiasm means to us. We also wanted to take this time to shout out a cause that could really use your support. The African American Panoramic Experience Museum is the oldest black history museum located in Atlanta, Georgia. Founded in 1978 by filmmaker Dan Moore Sr., the Apex Museum's mission is to interpret and present history from an African American perspective to help all Americans and international visitors better understand and appreciate the contributions of African Americans to America and the world. In Suli's words, if you are thinking of donating to Black Lives, consider this place. The history of Black Atlanta lives within these walls. You can visit the Apex Museum's donation page at apexmuseum.org donate, or find the link in the description below. And now, without further ado, The Best of Bad Disco Duck, Part 1. Alrighty, uh, up next we have a submission from at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Thanks, Bad Disco Duck. Um, and it is, who would make more money as a drug lord, Scrooge McDuck or Richie Rich? Scrooge McDuck. Every <laughs> fucking time, it's Scrooge McDuck, dude. Dude, I'm, come on, but Richie Rich, dude. I'm taking Richie Rich. Dude, Scrooge McDuck's a ruthless, evil motherfucker. Richie Rich has had everything handed to him from the day he was born. Ooh, Scrooge McDuck true. picked himself up by the bootstraps and pinched every penny he had until he had... A big old pile of them that he could swim around in. That's I, true. I also, cannot Scrooge... see Richie Rich beating Scrooge McDuck in a pure drug-fueled evil off. I think Scrooge would also have the help of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. That's true. And you know Although those Richie fuckers R- are crackheads. Richie Rich does have like a, doesn't he have like a butler and like a robot or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he got a bunch of friends in that movie, right? Yeah. Tommy, I agree with you that like Scrooge McDuck uh, definitely suits the role of drug lord more. Like mm. 100%, I agree with you on that. However, Scrooge McDuck, his wealth is not infinite. He has a t- shit dickload of money. Uh-huh. But Richie Rich, like, literally has ev- all the money in the he's whole rich. world. He's rich. Okay. He's, yeah. He, uh-huh. There is no cap to how much money he has. Uh-huh. And so, like, he can just keep funneling money into his drug empire until it becomes the only one. That's true. Okay, I could see that, but, like, at that point, you're saying, like, he's giving people money... When he gives them the drugs. Well, what I'm saying is, until he becomes established, you know what I mean? Oh, so I'll get to spend money to make money, you know what I mean? I was thinking, All right, of... Republican Marcus. <laughs> okay, I was thinking about it like this way, like, in that what Richie Rich, he would go about the way of uh, buying the loyalty of all the local drug lords. So that he's oh. the, like, drug lord, drug lord. Like, he's the top dog, right? Yeah, who was that fucker who did that IRL, like Rockefeller or some shit? What? Uh, it was oil. somebody somebody who bought out, like, that's all the oil. oil. Yeah, yeah, somebody who bought out, like, mm. all the local, like, shit. Wheels? Yeah, something like that. I don't fucking yeah. know. That's the, that's the way Richie Rich would take it. Yeah. I feel like Richie Rich also has access to, He would to, buy like, out all the mom-and-pop drug lords. Yeah, yeah. He would. He, he has access to a lot of advisors, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. Um, like, business-wise. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck is a ruthless motherfucker. He would yeah. put up a good fight. I feel like he has the help of... He'll pop a motherfucker instantly. He really would. And, like, honestly, if he gets Donald Duck's help... That guy goes crazy, man. You yep. know that guy sh- fucking smokes meth. Guaranteed. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, so I, 
I think you're right, but I don't think Richie Rich has the business acumen to be able to do that. Like, he's just he's just the dinky dumb kid with, like, a fuck ton of money, but I don't think he has, like, the knowledge and the know-how to put the money where it counts, you know? But, I mean, and, he like, can afford, like, business advisors. Yeah, though. he can afford business advisors. I so, like... he's still, like, a seven-year-old kid, and, like, they're gonna be like, Richie, you should pay off this, this guy, and this guy, this guy, and he's like, oh, I got a fucking, uh, laser gun, uh... <laughs> No! I got a gun that shoots money! Don't sell him short. Okay, okay, Richie Rich. Okay, but, like, Richie Rich never did anything, like... He may be a dinky kid. However, when it comes to money, he knows his shit, man. He knows that he has money. Yeah, exactly. And he knows that if he pays enough money to enough people, he can get whatever the hell he wants. Who would be the better drug lord? Scrooge McDuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who would make more money? Richie Rich. Yeah, I can can agree to that, honestly. I think I think Scrooge McDuck would be able to invest better. I think he would. Okay, I think Donnie. Scrooge McDuck is the guy Richie Rich would have to hire to get the money that you're okay, so, talking about. Okay, so, and I think that Scrooge McDuck's thirst for money, he would immediately take all the, he would immediately take the payoff from Richie Rich. Ooh, yeah. I kind of, ooh, yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. so Richie Rich would be the drug lord, Scrooge McDuck would be, you know, he'd be the functioning drug lord, but Richie Rich would be the official one. Richie Rich would be the face. Yeah. So instead of, instead of being a battle, this has become the world's worst capitalist drug lord team up. <laughs> No, it's the world's best capitalist drug lord. The team best up. worst capitalist drug lord. Like, team up. They would... if I had to have a capitalist overlord, like a new one, um, right? I'd I, rather it be Richie Rich. I'd rather it be Richie Rich. He seems yeah. a little nicer. If Scrooge McDuck was my capitalist overlord, he'd be like, "Why are you taking a fifteen minute break?" And I'd be like, "Cause right. it's the law." And he'd also, be like, you're fired. Also, yeah. he would cancel Christmas. Yeah, That's probably. True. He oh, would. yeah, like he did. Yeah, I mean, then it would be all right in until the, end. the until the three ghosts of Richie Rich showed up. Right. Ghost of Richie past, goat of ghost, goat, goat of Richie present, and then ghost of Richie's future. The goat of Richie the present. Of... <laughs> That's my high concept. <laughs> the goat of Richie present is just a goat that chases you around and tries to munch your coattails. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got another submission for you guys. All this right. one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck, as always. Uh, and it is Airbud versus Scrappy Doo. They are both leaders in rival gangs. Given their current lore only, who would conquer the most territory? Absolutely, without a doubt, Scrappy Doo. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, no, I'm. I'm with Marcus on this one. Actually, I'm a hundred percent with Marcus on this one. What the fuck? Hold on. Pivot. One hundred percent. Fucking. Are you kidding me? One eighty pivot. What the fuck? Airbud. Airbud takes it. How do you think Scrappy Doo takes it? Well, Scrappy Doo is a fucking dog and he built a fucking island resort that housed a thousand billion million people and nobody knew it was a dog man and he built a robot human person that he could walk around inside. He's incredibly intelligent and a mastermind at that being able to connive all these people to come to his massive resort island and then like Hell, he just, like, he didn't even have to do anything. He didn't even have to fake, like, he didn't have to be a leader to gay. He just did that. Listen. Think about what he could do if he had his, like, morals completely unshackled and unlocked. Tommy, I see what you're saying. However, it is so easy to manipulate people who are between the ages of 18 and 22. Mm-hmm. That is the easiest shit 
They are so stupid. People who are between the ages of 18 and 22 are the dumbest motherfuckers ever. They are so stupid, easy to manipulate. Any Hojo motherfucking dog could do that. Airbud, if Airbud wanted to do that, Airbud could have done it. But Airbud didn't. No. Because Airbud is pure. Yeah. Airbud is pure. Uh, but if Airbud was uh, unshackled, uh, Airbud would be a motherfucker. Marcus, could you please read us the uh the podcast statistics on uh, average age of our listeners. Yep, uh, right here it says 18 to 22. Listen, oh. I'm between 18 and 22. All I'm saying is we all know it. Yeah, that is true. I feel like yeah, we're up, I feel like earlier episode. Um, I did almost join the Illuminati. Yeah. Ironically. Ironically. I like, also spent, well, no, I was younger than 18 to 22, but I did spend two weeks thinking that I could do telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I'm above this. I'm yeah, saying I'm Five years is going to make that much of a difference. <laughs> Um, now let me let me go back to an earlier point you made, Tom, mm-hmm. about all those things that Scrappy Doo did. I will admit that it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, can he shoot from the three point line? Score a goal? Nothing but net. Can he do it? You have to Google it. You have to Google Tommy it. Tommy is currently googling whether or not Scrappy Doo can swish from the three point line. Scrappy Doo play basketball? And uh, shit, looks like he's okay. So Scooby Doo plays fucking. Ba- basketball with the Harlem Globetrotters, eh. but Scrappy Doo is not in those. So. Eh, 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 wah, wah. I, well, well, that's because Scooby Doo is great at basketball. Yeah, but um, we're not however, talking about Scrooge. We're not talking you know about who can shoot from the three point line and just get a fucking nasty. One hundred percent of the time, every Air time, Air Bud. Now, yeah. if I saw this little fucking dog walking up to me, it's like, "Hey, do you want to join my gang?" I'd say. I, I I do not consider myself a puppy kicker. However, if I saw Scrappy Doo <laughs> and they asked me to do anything, I would I would kick Scrappy Doo in the fucking head. But if I saw Airbud, I would get on my fucking knees and I would say, Airbud, I will do anything for you. Like okay, like um <laughs> then perish. Um <laughs> if if Scrappy Doo came up to me and was like, You wanna join my gang? I'd be like, uh no. And then if Airbud came up to me and said bark bark and then fucking shot a fucking basketball into a hoop right hell yes yes also mm-hmm. scrappy dude just doesn't have the instinct required airbud's just too like good at basketball that. tommy airbud is too good at basketball airbud has the amount of raw uh dog. raw unbridled dog it is required to take territory scrappy dude is a puppy scrappy dude is a whistle dog scrappy dude is a little dog airbud is big dog airbud big dog scrappy dude little dog big dog big dog more territory than little dog i would like to say that um one you started saying big dog and little dog <laughs> and i think that air dog is just so good at fucking basketball there's nothing that scrappy dog can do about it <laughs> so i will grant you okay airbud is good at basketball air yes. dog Air that dog. is proven by given lore. Yes. But nowhere in Airbud's lore have we seen Air him Doug. what? Air Doug. Air Doug. Sorry. Have we seen him with the tenacity to take territory as a gang leader? We have only seen his ability to play basketball. He doesn't need it, bro. He's a good boy. Airbud is a good boy. Air- Scrappy Doo is a shit fuck little rat bastard bitch that will do anything he needs to to undercut and connive his way to the top no one is saying scrappy doo will cut you with the knife and not feel any remorse about it at all scrappy doo is like the fucking like yakuza of the dog world no one is saying that scrappy doug isn't a shit gremlin we're all agreeing tim Mm -hmm. scrappy doug shit gremlin yeah yeah i can agree to that but tommy doug 
is a fucking national treasure. Okay. <laughs> but hear me out. What if Scrappy-Doo just stabbed him? Because that's the exact shit Scrappy-Doo would do. How would you stab Air Doug? Like, yeah, you, can't you can't do, do it. So, when I don't you, think when you, you jump in basketball, you come down to the ground. And Scrappy-Doo just stands under Air Doug with a knife and goes, Follow me, you rat fuck bitch. And then he does and dies. <laughs> He's called Air Doug, not Ground Doug. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> he jumps up and says, Boof. And he fucking slam dunks that shit right onto Scrappy Doug's fucking baby pee brain. Knife. Right. His knife that deflates the ball. How do you play basketball with no ball? He deflates the ball? Yeah. Scrappy Doug deflates the Scrappy no. Doug. Ball. Scrappy Doug no. deflates every ball, puts fucking Wilson ball makers out of fucking business, Hold on. and no. burns Hold all on. of Air Doug's houses no. down. Wait, wait, wait. Can we take a break from the podcast? Let me look through my notes real quick. Just real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, deflates the ball, deflates the ball, deflates the ball. <sighs> Tommy makes a compelling argument. Oh, shit. Hold on a second, hold on a second. Uh. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. I don't have anything for deflate ball. I'm coming up empty. I don't have anything for deflate ball. How do you play ball when there is no ball? Oh, no. This... This is how the mind of a master criminal thinks. Scrappy-Doo would feel no remorse. He would stab through Wilson's face and then carry on to the next five balls in the rack. And Air Doug could only watch in despair from his perch three feet off the ground. I will say this. Scrappy-Doug, if he deflates the ball, takes it. Yeah. Yeah. However, Scrappy-Doug versus Air Doug... Oh, yeah. On the motherfucking paint, dude? Right. Oh, yeah, no. Air Doug would beat Scrappy Doug on the paint. Okay, but cool. Scrappy Doug has so many... He has his hands in so many other things off the paint that the paint don't matter. I never, Stabs the ball. I never thought I'd hear those words, dude. I never thought I'd hear it. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. I'll concede it. Rip Scrappy Air Doug. Doug, dude. Rip Air Doug. He was good, boy. He was good. I have a, a great good morning submission for you guys. This one comes from at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Uh, and it is Boxing Dog versus Soccer Cat. Could you elaborate? Now, Boxing Dog is a small dog with boxing gloves. And Soccer Cat is a cat with cleats for paws. Now, huh. uh, I believe it is assumed that these uh, requisite gloves and cleats will be fitting to the size of the animals. Yeah. So these are boxing gloves. I would say they will look a little goofy on the dog. They will be a little bit big, but they're not like human size. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the cleats, this cat is not going to be wearing size 12 shoes. So it's, you know, cat, kitty cleats. Kitty okay. cleats. I'm sure you guys know about kitty cleats. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty cleats. The hit, the latest hit in cat fashion. Yep. From the producers of Dog Vape. Kitty cleats. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever want to play soccer with your cat? And vape with your dog. And vape with your dog at the same time? Well, now you can with the Kitty Cleat Dog Vape Combo Package. The where we give you dog vape three cleats and a vape with no juice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking figure the rest out yourself, <laughs> goddamn Simple bitch. 
You simple bitch. You fucking asswipe. <laughs> you fucking child. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Who would win of these animals? <laughs> um, um, I'm going to take Boxing Dog. See, I knew you were going to say that. I just knew you were going to say that. It's because you guys still don't understand the ramifications of fucking cleats at the end of your limbs. Well, see, if they're scaled down, mm-hmm. then like that's not a lot of mass coming at you. If they're scaled down, it's not a lot of mass coming at you for the fucking boxing gloves either. Either. Yeah, but I'm just saying that dogs got big bite. So I think I think I like I'm gonna try and interpret this through how these animals like normally interact with each other. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like so like when dogs, this doesn't say that they're blood busted. Mm-hmm. So we put this dog and this cat in the arena, and the dog immediately wants to play. The yes. dog does that thing where they like put two arms out and then they jump up and down and they're like, "Play with me." Yeah, Play with but me. that yeah, freaks yeah. the fucking cat out. And that freaks the cat out, and then the cat gets pissed. Mm-hmm. So the cat's, like, main defensive option is to just swat the shit out of the dog. Yeah. Which I think the cleats really accentuate the swatting power of the cat. Mm-hmm. Because normally the cat's, like, claws, you gotta aim them. But now the cat just has a full fist of sharp spikes to just swat at their yeah. little poor little nose and the dog. And, and I don't think the dog receives a lot of benefit boxing gloves because dogs don't use their paws a lot like that i definitely see what you're saying but let me throw this at you Mm -hmm. okay cats already had spikes on their hands (laughs) that were much sharper than cleats see but imagine this imagine this it's not more it's not about uh, necessarily sharpness it's about the sheer amount of blunt damage the sheer amount of blunt damage coupled these two are working in tandem (laughs) the fact that it has fucking spikes at the end of it now uh of course if a cleat had a bunch of like cat claws on the bottom instead of fucking cleats like cleat claws of course it'd be fucking ridiculous but even still if a fucking cleat claw comes and hits your dog in the eye with the power that cats put behind the regular ass fucking swats your dog is blind cat claws cleat claws down by the seashore <laughs> okay so why you claws, said on that claws let me, down by the clack claw let me tell you let me give you <laughs> this say. one dogs already punch what okay yeah on and people so, like, yeah well, but i people. don't think they really punch on on animals do they uh they mostly bite right well yeah but like as a greeting they'll oh. like jump on each yeah. other and stuff <laughs> that's fair and so, hello like, if we're, punch if we're going with this reality that the dog's gonna like set up an invitation to play first then like it's gonna get at least one or two good hits in there but mm. the thing about it is is that one or two good hits from a boxing glove is not that significant yeah because the thing the thing about boxing gloves that make them like really scary is that like and like the reason they're like touted in boxing is like when they added boxing gloves boxing got so much more dangerous is because like you like a boxing glove allows you to go all out with your punches Mm -hmm. and like a dog doesn't have any like punching force it's just got like it like falls on people and stuff but like the boxing glove in this case is going to cushion a lot of its blows yeah whereas the cat's cleats are just accentuating what it already does well now i think in the matchup dogs already beat cats though so this might be more of like an evening of the playing field. Well, see, uh, it's not just any regular dog because you oh. know it's, a, it's. I mean, it's a small dog, so I took that as being. Oh, it is these, a small. The dog. dog and the cat are of equal size. Gotcha. Oh, so we're wizard. talking about a fucking chihuini and a fucking cat going at it. <laughs> chihuini? Yeah. Mm. What's that? A chihuahua and a wiener dog. Oh, you mean a wee wawa? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. A wee wawa and a cat going at it. Um, and not going at it in the typical sense, um, I'm talking about fighting. Um, (laughs) 
So, so you're saying a wee wawa can't take a cat no. like with gloves? No, because like, the cat has fucking cleats. But the the wee wawa still has a still has big bite. Cats but the have cat, small bite. No, cat wee wawa has big bite, but cats have sharp bite. Oh, and cats have that like like the cat's main like fighting thing. Like once they're actually fighting, mm-hmm. the like cats like do that arm wrap around and then they kick with their back legs because uh, yeah. they're trying to get like at your stomach and like rip you to shreds yeah and that like that'll get you that'll get you because like normally they don't have like they can't use the full effect of that because they have to put their claws out for it yeah and they kick with the bottom pad of their foot but if our whole foot is just cleats and that's just yeah. gonna shred you dude yeah. yeah yeah i think you guys actually are making a pretty good point because like rachel has a wee wah back mm-hmm. at her parents house yeah and i don't think that it could uh-huh. fight anything uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yeah oh no um, yep all right i'm giving this bee. i'm giving this to cleat cat you guys persuaded me all right I'll- Binky, yes. Give us the subby. Alrighty, this one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck, and it is. Well, first things first. At Bad Disco Duck says that they saw this from comedian Steve Hofstetter. Hofstetter. Yeah, I don't know that guy, but me neither. Oh, cool. Okay, and it uh, says peanut butter, including crunchy, smooth, Nutella, and even Reese's Cups, and all other renditions of PB, versus jelly, including all flavors of jam, jelly, and preserves, and I imagine marmalade as well. What is, why is Nutella in the peanut butter category? Because it's basically peanut butter. Is it really? Well, it's like. It's a, it's a nut. Oh, I guess a nut, nut to butter. A butter. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I would imagine you also have almond butter in there, cashew yeah. butter. I'm going to. Uh, some... Yes. Some I'm taking the butter butters. Actually, what? I'm taking the butters. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tim. Binky. What? Tim, come I on. mean, like, what do you put jelly on? Literally they don't put everything. peanut butter on. Like what? Peanut butter is gross. What? Okay, stop. What do you put What do you put jelly on? I put jelly on toast. I put jelly on English muffins. I put jelly on chicken biscuits. I put jelly on any kind of biscuit. Okay, so um, what you what you just said is I put jelly on bread. Yes. What do you put peanut butter on? Uh, you can put peanut butter on bread. You can eat peanut butter by itself. You can mix peanut butter with chocolate. You can put peanut butter in pretty Smoothies, much anything. Yeah. Okay, the only places I peanut eat butter and cake. peanut butter, the only places I eat peanut butter, you can put jelly in cake. You can put jelly in donuts. Peanut butter is a high source of protein, which helps you yeah. if you're going on a run or a bike jelly ride. Jelly is delicious. Peanut butter. Okay, let's Listen, when I was younger, my dad told me a story about how one of his friends was eating a jar of jelly and choked on the jelly and died because the jelly was so delicious that the man just could not get it out of his mouth. He couldn't breathe after that. Really? Okay, I I got a story for you. Okay. My dad told me a story about this guy who was eating a jar of peanut butter and he choked and died because he was allergic to peanuts. So. Oh yeah, there's a lot more people who are allergic to peanuts. So if well, we're going on kill count fight. here, we're not yeah, going, we're going on, on kill count. count. No, 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 no. This is not. This is a fight it. purely between peanut butter and jelly. Now, I see what you're saying. Okay. Even Okay, now, I see where you're coming from. My thing on this is that peanut butter doesn't have as much utility as jelly. Incorrect. Are you kidding me? No, listen. The you only can thing... stop a leak in your tent with peanut butter. You no. can yeah. eat whoa, peanut whoa, whoa, butter whoa, for whoa, breakfast. Whoa, whoa. You can get gum out of your hair with peanut butter peanut butter scrubs you can you can um mix peanut butter with mountain dew for a health potion scout's favorite food is peanut butter yeah scout's you can placate any animal with peanut butter that's for sure it does no this is not a fight between one person who's trying to fix up their house and car with peanut butter you just said jelly jelly had more utility no i'm saying utility in a battle tommy what the fuck are you talking about this is a versus tommy i know this is a battle this is not this is not are you talking about the persona 
better, which one is a better, which one is a better household item? Which one is a better household right, tool Binky, that we you, can use? Oh, which one's better to give my dog, who's really wild? I want my dog to calm down. <laughs> which can I give my dog? Which can I give? Which can I give my dog and my cat? All right, what's the what's the what's the scenario then, Tim? This is a scenario. They're bloodlusted and they're fighting each other. What do you mean? Personified? No. So in a what jar ways, of then? peanut butter versus a jar of jelly? Because Tim, a living, living, they are alive. They're not personified. They're alive. They're sentient. It sounds like you're just kind of like peanut butter. Yeah, because because. Okay, every jar of jelly I've ever seen is made of glass. Every jar of peanut butter I've ever seen is plastic. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, the jelly, the jelly gets pushed off the desk and then dies. I want it you to no. I want you to actually go in the kitchen and drop a jar of jelly on the floor. If it breaks, I will clean it up. It's not gonna break. What if we actually did it right now? Do it right now. What if Tommy like dropped it from like above the head? Don't do that. We're talking about <laughs> no, no, oh, no. That's cheating. No, listen, that is cheating because it's off the counter. How could a jar of peanut butter get a jar of jelly that what high? What we're saying is durability feats. If you drop both a, a jar of peanut butter and a jar of jelly from above your head at the same height peanut butter's not gonna break jelly's gonna mm. okay here's the thing though the peanut butter will be forever damaged and then all you have what? to do is wait for the next ways. jar of jelly to, they're just gonna be dented forever yeah so you... their cap is gonna come off and all their peanut butter is gonna come spilling no, no that's no, not no. how that works no, 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 no. peanut butter takes it. i don't think you guys know what physics are yeah we know yeah we know no listen, we know that if you drop a new. jar of jelly this is what would break. happen <laughs> this is what would happen and this is under the assumption that the jelly can open themselves up and use their own jelly to battle can the peanut butter do the same yes they can and here's the thing the only thing peanut butter could do in this scenario okay mm-hmm. is put the peanut butter on the ground it's harder to walk on nah they get, there's so much more than no that. name mm-hmm. no 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 it's I, sticky. I, okay is it sticky is it sticky is peanut butter stickier <laughs> than jelly tommy yes is uh, peanut, oh yeah peanut butter is stickier than jelly tommy no, wait a second yeah. I, I don't i, I think that <laughs> peanut butter is not stickier than jelly but peanut butter is a lot more dense and so like if jelly's gonna be coming out there with like some weaponry or whatever the fuck peanut butter is gonna be coming out with more compact dense weaponry that that doesn't really matter no it does because that's what you want with weaponry <laughs> no 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 what do you want with weaponry tim what? jelliness <laughs> yeah you tim, want, you what, want preservativeness what is jelly with, gonna jelly, do? with your jelly weapons what is jelly this is what do? jelly would do this is what jelly would do okay jelly could lighten. lay its sticky goo all over the battlefield that's what i do shut up Tommy. <laughs> jelly would lay its jelly all over the battlefield it is now hard to walk on not only because with peanut butter you know, sure, your movements are going to be a little slower, but if it's jelly, jelly is sticky. After it's been sitting out for a while, yeah. it becomes sticky and tacky. Yeah. It's much harder to walk on. Once the peanut butter gets on that, they're not going to be able to move around much. Well, same with jelly. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 I'm saying the jelly would do it. Yeah, but the jelly would also be No, because the, the jelly has the high ground. The jelly planned this out. What the fuck? Peanut <laughs> butter is stupid. No, peanut Okay, peanut so peanut let's, let's run stupid. down these feats of Tim's peanut butter and jelly real quick. Jelly, smart, intelligent, <laughs> high ground. Jedi, <laughs> peanut butter, yes. Anakin Skywalker, stupid, shit fuck dumbass, not sticky. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. Peanut butter is pretty much useless. No, like, incorrect. you guys, no, 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 you guys, you guys like peanut butter. You you guys are like all peanut, you're peanut butter nuts. You're yeah, just and like, you don't like no, peanut I'm not, butter. I'm not a peanut butter nut. I'm just like, Marcus, I, I see you eat is. peanut butter at least one time every single day. What? Tim, I, I can't tell you the last time I've eaten peanut Tim, butter. Tim, you're water bottling us. <laughs> I, I will <laughs> say, peanut butter has saved my life. Oh, yeah, dude. What? One time. So oh, I know this story. Secret Tommy lore. Uh, secret Marcus lore, too. Yeah. We were both in the Boy Scouts, um, and we were on, like, a practice hike for this really long hike that we were going to be going on. But the last day of this practice hike, we were out, like, kind of far. Like, we were still a day's hike from the rest of the cars, and we had, it was our last night. We were sleeping in, like, this kind of, like, shitty Walmart tent, <laughs> and yep. uh, we didn't have, like, we just didn't have a lot of the stuff that we needed to, like, protect from the rain. Like, I had brought a ground tarp that we had tried to, like, set up, and it was really really janky but basically we were we were on a ridge and there were two tornadoes on either side of the ridge 
and it was like it was basically like the rain was coming into our tent the whole yeah. night. Like we were just being rained on the whole it night. It was a rough one. And I bunkered yourself down with peanut butter to stick yourself to the ground. I, in the middle of the night, I f- I was like, "This is the lowest point I've ever been at in my life. I am being rained on. I have walked for twenty miles every day. I'm so tired and cold and hungry and." I just want to give up. And then I remembered that there was a little jar of peanut butter in my backpack, which we weren't supposed to have because a bear could come and get us. But I reached in my backpack and I found that peanut butter and I just ate it with my fingers like a fucking animal. Yeah, and I woke up the next morning in like an inch of rain to the sound of someone stepping in mud outside, only to realize that wasn't the sound of footsteps outside. That was the sound of Tommy's tongue in this jar of peanut butter going... Listen, man... Peanut butter saved my life. It was a rough night. And where was jelly time? Where was jelly time? Where jelly, was jelly, didn't have jelly, was... jelly is not a camping food. No, Jelly's while you food. while peanut butter was going camping in the rain, jelly studied the blade. Okay, no, Listen. jelly studied these nuts. G, we're moving yeah, on. Yeah, peanut butter wins. <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair sucks. Writer's block sucks. My old poetry sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slimmer's Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. I have a submission for you guys. Uh-huh. Hit me with it. This one comes from at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. And it is, who could make a better man? Li Shang from Mulan versus Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror. <laughs> so from the, from the goof potential in this, I, Li Shang is the captain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, sings the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, sings the song, I Can Make You Up. Wait, no, 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 that's Frank and Furter. Sings the song, I'm, uh... I'll Make a Man Out of You. I'll Make a Man Out of You. Yeah. Let's, let's go, I'm never gonna catch my breath. Yeah. Say goodbye to those who know me. Yeah, that's the one part everybody remembers. <laughs> yeah. School for cutting, Jim. Yeah. All this right. guy's gonna scared to death. <laughs> so, Dr... <laughs> Hope he doesn't say it right through me. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now I really wish that I knew how to swim. <laughs> Guys, I just got an email from Disney. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting, getting the sued. DMCA takedown. We're, we're getting sued, one. Yes. Two, they want us to voice in the live action. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, um, no. Okay, okay, um, back to the question. Um, you guys know that I am a hardcore Rocky Horror fan. Yeah. Um, 100%. You've known it for years. Um, however, I want to hear your opinions on this before I say mine. I think... I'm going to go with Frankenfurter. I have seen Rocky Horror once. It's all you need. A long time ago. Nah, eh, not that long ago, but a while back. But assuming that Lee Shang is trying to mold somebody into a 
different man and Dr. Frankenfurter is trying to build a man, I would say that I'm going to go with Lee Shang. Oh, wow. Winky? I thought you guys were going to agree like off the bat, but now I have to pick a side. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Are you going into war with, bud? Choose. Neither of you. No <laughs> fucking fence sitters. I'm not fence sitting. I'm picking the secret third option. <laughs> Fuck um, you, dude. <laughs> what's the secret third option, Tim? The toxic masculinity is terrible. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to get oh, yeah, into. That's fair. No, let's not get into that. Okay. Um, let's not deal with that right now. This is under the assumption we all know toxic masculinity is bad. Yeah. Right. Um, Everybody say it with us. Everyone toxic masculinity with... is bad. Yeah. Toxic masculinity <laughs> ruins society. Yeah. But... Let's carry on with the question. Alrighty, um, here's my thinking on this. Li Shang can make a man in the sense that, like, you know, take some kid, yeah. uh, build him up to a man, right? right? You know, train him, get him nice and honed, skilled, toned, if you will. Frankenfurter, and also, oh yeah, also, this took a lot of time. This took a good amount of time. Frankenfurty, Frankenfurter, Frankenfurty. More like Frankenfart. No. Nice. So, hot, Woo! Dog, hot dog Stop. fart. Frankenfurter can build you a man in seven days. Yeah. Uh, as we know from the song, uh, in just seven days, I can make you a man. Yep. Um, now, I don't know how long Li Shang had in Mulan to build up the whole team of fuckers. It was more than seven days. It was more than seven days. However, I will bring to light that Li Shang did train, like, a shit ton of dudes. Yeah. Yeah. However... I feel like if Frankenfurter had, like, a model, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from the beginning, like, had, like, that many people, I'm wondering how long it would take him to craft these dudes into better dudes, if he already had the dudes. Sure. I, I see what you're saying. But here's here's what I want to put in a point. Okay, put into perspective. okay. Please, please, please. Dr. Frankenfurter, like you said, took seven days and he built a man. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Lee Shang had... Mm-hmm. Longer than seven days. Let's 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 set a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Say a month. We'll say let's okay. I'll I'll go. I'll, I'll settle with a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't work. The only one who actually was strong enough to kill what's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Kung Pao. No. No. That's, it's a. It's not. Is is it? A, it's not Attila. Um. Fuck. What's that guy's name? Okay. I just want to say I legitimately thought that it was Kung that, Pao. That was that was Kung Pao. I haven't seen that movie in years. You're thinking of a... Isn't Kung Pao the name of an anime? Sean Yu. Sean Yu. Sean yeah. Yu! Yeah, so the only person... Okay, so uh, Mulan killed Sean Yu. And she's a woman. True. Yes. So, like, he didn't... He make... didn't really succeed. You're right. He yeah, didn't he, didn't, he didn't make Mulan a woman. He, or he, he didn't make Mulan a man. He did make the guys into better fighters. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's that, true. Like, and, I, like, eventually one of them was going to have to kill the guy. So, like... Yeah, but none of those guys were as thick and muscly and if I might say sensual as Rocky, you know, <laughs> like none That's of fair. them, like yeah. the only one that came close to being like good looking was Mulan. Also, and we, he Mulan. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Mulan only started to get good after she put in them hours afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. And then, like, and then like, but Rocky was dummy thick since day one. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So I'm taking Frankenfurter. I'm taking Frankenfurter 100%, Marcus. You're so right. I don't know why I doubted my mans for a second. Like, honestly, Frankenfurter, just like, what a guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the only part, the only part that he recycled was, what was it? Half of, what's his face's brain? Half of Meatloaf's yeah. brain? Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, I guess you guys are right. Yeah, Li Shang can't really do anything. The only thing he can really do is, like, show off his muscles. Yeah. yeah. His musclies. His sweet, sweet muscles. Hey, 
<laughs> I have a submission. This one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. And it is World's Angriest Duck versus the World's Angriest Goose. 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 What the fuck? Goose instantly. Yeah. Sorry for that swear word, guys. Um, What the heck? Where? I'm going to... Okay, so Tim, I'm just going to let you in on this because I feel like it, it would be unfair for me not to. Please do. For this question, you alone are in the shit pit. Tommy and I are on the mountain. We're on, mm-hmm. We're sitting on the throne. So just do your little dance and we'll... We'll get back to you. Have no, you ever seen it, a goose's mouth? I have, yes. It's fucking terrifying. Okay. Tommy, you don't They've you don't got have to... teeth. Okay. They've got teeth on their tongue. Okay. Could you imagine being bit by that? Yes. Yeah, it would be fucking awful. Okay. What's a gu- duck gun do? Fucking slap you silly with its duck beak? No. No. Goose is going to rip your shit up. And then it'll shit on you. Because that's what geese do. Okay. They rip your shit up and they shit. That's yeah. all they do. Okay. So what do you got, Tom? What do you got? What are you going in here with? No, Marcus. I want to hear what you have to say. Nope. I don't, I got, I don't Marcus. have shit to say, dude. I already said what I want to say. Oh, he's, you, you're done. No, I'm not. All right, I didn't so, say I'm done, dude. I'm just saying I don't Marcus, got shit to say. Marcus, I'm going to go ahead and let you know this is in the Winky Dome, and I will not be disrespected in my own dome. Yeah? Yeah. I'm. I'm. You know what, dude? Yeah? I'm fucking protesting the Winky Dome. What? No animal cruelty. Dude, what the heck, man? This is not animal cruelty. They came in here on their own volition. In the Winky Dome, everything's sentient. Oh. Well. Even a mountain and a oh. desert are sentient <laughs> in the Winky Dome. I don't know where that leaves and us. And the monkey. And the monkey. All right, all right. I'm in. I'm. I'll do a. I'm staging a. Uh, How about this, Marcus? Let's let's join hands. Okay. Hey, tell me your shit. I'll tell you my shit. Okay. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, two, one. So the I reason why a goose duck would win, would win is because this is, a bad <laughs> this is not good. This is not good. Okay, okay. So the reason why a duck would win is okay. You guys have seen geese, right? Yeah. Like IRL. Oh, yeah. You've seen ducks, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing: is that geese are a hundred percent always at max anger there is no not angry geese in the world there are only furious raging geese as the only thing so the world's angriest geese is every geese is all the goose every single goose is the world's angriest guys. geese so you can get any guys any guys you get any guys any of the guys you can just put them in there with this duck and you'll have the world's angriest goose because they're just constantly at 100% anger all the time. I'll... However, ducks, on the whole, calm, cool, and collected. Now, when you find the world's angriest duck and you unleash the real power, you know, uh, if they're not bloodlusted and if they're not the world's angriest, of course the duck is not going to have a good chance to win. They, they might not even win. They don't have the size advantage. They don't have the teeth advantage. However, however, they're small and dexterous. Like a rogue. Like a rogue. And when... You're getting the world's angriest duck, who's, in comparison, like, 250% angrier than all the other ducks. That's 250 extra uh, duck power that you've unlocked. They've gone super duck mode, and they're ready to fuck up this goose. What if the goose has a gun? I like where you're going with that. Can we hold off on that for just a second? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we will, we'll get we, back to that. We'll circle back to it, I yes. promise. I, okay, Tommy, I, I respect I respect this. Yeah, Tommy, you know how much I love the idea of a good bit with a goose with a gun. Yes. Just give me like a quick second to get yes. this out. Okay? Yeah. Because I feel like that opens up. That doesn't so much continue the conversation as end it before it even starts. Okay. Right. So, fuck, I'm just thinking of goose with a gun now. Okay, hold on, Marcus. Let's, let's, let's circle back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, there, yeah, I'm, there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. Okay, so I agree with you as far as the uh, the guys go. Yeah. That they're not the happiest folks. They're I think, not. I think that you're right that, you know, in, in that regard. Okay. I don't think that they're always at 100% angry. I think that they're always frustrated. And, like, yes. anything can set them off. Yes. I'm there. Okay. And as far as the ducks go, 
the pros, there's so many good analogies involving ducks. Yes. Like, is a duck's ass watertight? Yes. Does a duck with a boner drag weeds? Yes. It so, does. Fun fact. I don't know. I'm, uh, okay. I'm a little stuck here. Yeah. So, Tommy? Like the weeds. <laughs> like the weeds. I'm stuck like the weeds on a duck's boner. <laughs> it's my <laughs> okay. new favorite saying. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's keep it going, guys. <laughs> Let's keep it um, going. Yeah, no, but what about a goose with a duck? A goose with a duck? Yeah. Like a goose with a duck. Yeah. Oh, a goose with a duck versus a duck. I feel like this is different than what you said. <laughs> Hold on, wait a second. A the goose duck has a gun. Wait. <laughs> a goose with a duck with a gun. No, no, no. A goose, a goose with, with a duck, duck with and a gun. the duck has a gun. So a, do- a goose with a duck mm-hmm. that a has gun. a gun. No, no, no. no. The, the duck that he's fighting has a gun. So it's a goose with a duck versus a duck with a gun. Oh. Oh. Okay, in that case, wait. So is this like a duck that has betrayed all other ducks? Rogue duck. Yeah, it's oh, uh, no. it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet situation. Um, oh no! But instead of wanting to love each other, the duck wants to shoot a goose. No, the the duck with the goose wants to shoot the other duck. Oh, so instead of wanting to kill I themselves, they the want duck. to kill the duck. Because <laughs> you said a duck with a goose just now. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, no, no. <laughs> I see where we're going. It's like Romeo and Juliet, where instead of the goose and the duck that are together wanting to kill themselves, they want to kill the duck with the gun. Yeah. Okay. I'm there. Oh. Yes. So the so, goose, the goose with the duck, uh-huh. are romantically involved, mm-hmm. and the duck with the gun is like an insult or something. Yeah. Let's say that. Okay. Yeah. Like they're just like, why would you go for the goose? I'm, I'm a good duck. Over. I'm such a nice duck. Yeah. yeah. Why do Why do all the good all all the hot ducks go for the go for the geese? Yeah. Why do all the- what about hot dogs? Go for the Chad geese. <laughs> so, oh, I like this energy. Okay, I do. Uh, I had a good bit that I came up with earlier. Hold on. I mean, I okay. I gotta, I gotta shuffle through my notes real quick. Marcus, uh, what are you doing that with your mouth? Why are you spitting on the microphone? Sorry, I um, I was <laughs> why did you I was working on, on my microphone? sprinkler imitation. I saw that in my notes. Um, oh, wait, here's your notes. I found them. It's just oh, thank you. There you go. And okay, I'm going through these. And okay, um, a duck with a goose with a gun walks into a bar. Okay. Uh-huh. Shit, never mind. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> and scratch that out. Okay. okay. Um, I think we can go ahead and give this victory to the duck and the goose because love always prevails. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for love prevailing this time. Yeah. Especially in the world of ducks and geese who I just, so I just often don't, I, don't find love. I'll agree that most of the time love does prevail. Yes. I just don't want to set a dangerous precedent. All the precedents are automatically erased after each question. Yeah. After each episode. After oh, okay, each episode. Okay, okay. After yeah. each love episode, we don't hold anything else okay. against each other. Little did Marcus know, Tim was lying. Okay, so this one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, as always, at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you. And it is one brave, bloodlusted Eduardo from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends versus one bloodlusted schnitzel from Chowder. Who would win one on one in the Winky Dome? Hmm. Huh. Both of these characters have unimaginable strength. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. Although, Eduardo wins, is the thing. I don't know about that. Eduardo got horns, though. See, Ooh. he do. And he purple. Yeah. Ooh. He got belt, too. Ooh. Yeah. He got big face. Ooh. Wait, wait. Schnitzel does have an apron, though. Ooh. Yeah. Schnitzel has an apron. See, my, my thinking on this is Schnitzel will cook himself a preparatory meal before the fight. Um, ah, kind of like in Monster Hunter. Yeah, oh, like, like, in, like, like a, something a little bit more uh, that everyone can understand. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah, or like Kingdom Hearts Three. 
Yeah, yes. or like Ratatouille. Or like Cooking Mama. Or like yeah. Final Fantasy Fifteen. Or like Cars 2, Revengeance. Yeah. Or like yes. Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Cooking Edition, Legendary, times three stars. Yes, in effect, the cooking gives you a buff. Yeah, the cooking gives Snitzel a large buff. I don't think you guys understand this, though, is that there, there's a very good reason they made Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends Eduardo a scary cat, is because originally... He was going to be Brave Boy, and then they realized that if Eduardo was Brave Boy, Eduardo would kind of rule the world, because yeah, Eduardo just has his own agenda, and he takes over everything if he's brave. Yeah, if and, he, he, he could solve a lot of problems if he was Brave Eduardo, for sure. Exactly. But my my thoughts on this is that Schnitzel is already capable, like like by himself, Okay. and and bloodlusted, he's even further capable, yes. with his... With his Big boy strength. Right. Um, and with the buff from his preparatory meal. Right. I think Schnitzel... I Okay, so the, I'm pretty sure... I'm like 90% sure Schnitzel is able to like lift up a building. Like just mm-hmm. break off a fucking building. Wait a second. Hold it. on. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can do that. Okay, you guys have watched more chowder than me, I will say. Yeah, so Schnitzel I'll take your word for is it. pretty fucking strong. But at the same time, I also have kind of like a vague memory of Eduardo like hauling off and like... What's it called? Like a bull rushing... Some, like, giant machine into the fucking atmosphere. Oh, yeah, that is true. I think it was, like, remember the uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends movie? Whenever Good that... Wilt's Hunting? Sure. That's the name That's the name of one of the movies. It also, was, there's cicadas uh... outside if you guys hear those bugs trying to get freaky. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. But, um, yeah, Eduardo, like, I think he was, like, anytime there's anything, like, big and crazy that the uh, the gang in Foster's Home has to take care of, Eduardo has to be brave. Whenever Eduardo is brave, Eduardo just immediately destroys everything. So I'm going to go ahead and say Eduardo. Like, I think Schnitzel would be pretty good, but I don't think Schnitzel... Schnitzel's old, man. Eduardo's young and kicking, dude. Schnitzel has been going at it for too long. Old, weary bones. Got that uh, sad look in his eyes all the time, dude. Yeah, he does have that sad look, dude. Schnitzel's the true cartoon millennial. His back hurts. He's got yep. a tired look in his eyes. He's been yeah. at it for too long. Working yeah. a dead-end and, job. Yeah, yeah, working a dead-end job, and there is still yet more to go. Yep. 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 Although, you guys know why Schnitzel's so strong. Why? It's kind of like a Samson situation, except yeah. uh, he gave his hair. voice. Yeah, dude, because like, he never learned how to talk as a child. And... Are you serious? Yeah. Is that canon? No. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, come on, I was trying to make a bit. Yeah, it's canon. Wink. Oh. Uh, and he never learned how to talk as a kid. He spent all of his time training in the gym. And um, the uh, weights in the world of chowder make a sound whenever they drop and they go rada. So that's like the only sound he knows how to make is rada rada. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that makes sense. Hey, well, don't you have a coworker who says something else besides rada rada? Oh, yeah. Uh, anytime we're talking about chowder, coincidentally, we talk about chowder kind of frequently. Um, I always go when I'm doing my schnitzel voice, rada rada. Now you guys have to do schnitzel voices. Rada rada. Rada rada. And then my coworker, she goes, raga raga. And I'm like, that's, that's not, not right. correct. That's not right. It's not right. Do we do we have to do voices? Yes. For the wrong yes. voice? Yes, pretend okay. to be Sarah, pretending to be Schnitzel. Raga Raga. Raga? <laughs> nope, Tommy was closer. Sorry, Marcus. Nice. Rahaga. Huh? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> what was that supposed to be? <laughs> this is a game show, did you not know? Yeah, fucking yes, Tim, I know. I watched so much Weakest Link the past week. Good. On YouTube. Okay, so you were, you were prepared for this and you still failed. Good job. Well, what, what, I, what, what I want to know is, why did you feel the need to do the Weakest Link reference? Because Tommy did the impression better. Oh. 
Anyway, back to the question. Right. Are we agreed that Eduardo wins because Eduardo literally can just run Schnitzel through, like, 100%? I guess, but I don't like it. Like, if they had... Okay, I'm taking this as they're not taking anything else. Schnitzel, sure, he can prepare a meal beforehand. However, Eduardo has natural weapons on his head. If neither of them take any weapons, Mm. which is, in effect, the Winky Dome... Then Eduardo has these spiky shits on his head yeah. that can just big stabby. I'll take I'll take Wardo for this, but I will say it's a close match. Yeah, I'll say it's a close I'll, match. I'll take Eduardo for this, but I'm gonna say I don't like. It. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Eduardo five point one out of ten. You serious? I was yeah. gonna say Eduardo wins at least well, six. Out well, well, the thing the thing about the horns tent is that while they are good weapons, they're not sharp like swords. Yes, they are. So. Well, they they are at the end, but oh. not not at the base. So Schnitzel could just grab him by the horns and then just throw him into a wall or something. So like, yeah. uh, f- f- four point nine out of ten times they make an excellent hurling device, and the other five point <laughs> one out of ten times they make an excellent stabbing device. I'd say it's closer to sixty uh, percent of the time they make a great stabbing device. Forty percent of the time hurling device i would say that you're full of shit this is where we differ so you know let bygones be bygones wardo got you know what no i'm not gonna let bygones be bygones bygones are already bygones bygones are bygone dude you know what i'm not letting this go but we can move on but just know i haven't let it go yeah Yeah. what else well yeah what's new dude dude we'll just put it in the uh the other pile of unresolved conflicts of the versus extreme cast that is one festering black pile of tar shit that is eventually going to gain sentience and destroy this house you know what's funny is that we record this show on a saturday and then i have a psychology appointment on sunday (laughs) (laughs) and then i think our last question is a submission from tim it is. Well, it's not a submission from Tim. This well, no. one actually comes from Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Uh, and it is uh, 12 four-year-olds versus one angry graffiti artist who could cause more property damage. 12, year- 12 four-year-olds. Oh, hold on. The 12 four-year-olds, they all have Sharpies. 12 four-year-olds. 12 four-year-olds. What 12 the hell? 12 four-year-olds. 12 four-year-olds. Okay. Half the time, when graffiti artists put shit on walls, it just makes the thing, the property value of the thing go up because they're like, Banksy <laughs> drew on this. It's worth $3 million now. Yeah, it depends no, on, like, but it's not Banksy. It's like some fucking shit-ass motherfucker from the, yeah, it's some some degenerate who is just like writing his name on everything. I still think 12 four-year-olds. With Sharpies? With Sharpies? Yeah. Like, are they, is, is their goal to cro- cause property damage? Or do the 12 four-year-olds just have Sharpies? I think they just have Sharpies. And here's, okay. Okay, I think they're both of the, okay, let's say both of the goals are to cause property damage. But here's the thing. I feel like one graffiti artist is a lot more inconspicuous than 12 four-year-olds. If it's 12 four-year-olds, the cops are going to be like, Oh my god, we have a bunch of kids running around with Sharpies. We gotta round them up. Mm. And also, these four-year-olds, like, four-year-olds are stupid as fuck. I don't know if you guys have met four-year-olds, but they're the dumbest motherfuckers this side of the fucking Mississippi. It's like, you get, like, one, two, three, increase in intelligence. They hit four years old, instant drop back down to freshly (laughs) born. Yeah. 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 Um, So, like, they're so stupid, and, like, they're distracted by everything. They might do a little bit of Sharpie damage... But they just gotta like be like, why am I doing this? Let me go, I don't know, eat a booger. Tim, <laughs> Tim, I agree with you that like if like authority is involved, 
I think graffiti artists could escape them and do more damage over time. Yeah. Mm. However, if, like, they're given an hour to just go run wild and do their shit, Mm. I think it's going to be 12 four-year-olds. And the reason why I say that is because um, graffiti artists, you paint over it. Mm -hmm. No biggie. Right. Um, He gets the new windows. Sharpies, Sharpie goes through paint like nobody's business. That's a that's just put a, primer over it. That's a life pro tip. Doesn't matter. Nail polish. Remover. If you if you put sharpie on a wall, you have to take you have to find a way to get the sharpie off. Nail you cannot cover remover. it. Nail polish remover. Was that does that work? Yeah, it works like a charm. Actually, oh, yeah, you're gonna have to get a lot of nail polish remover. That's Still true. Like Twelve four yeah. year olds. But we're not talking about you know give them an hour, send them into the city. We're talking about real city. We're talking about so, a real shit. We're talking about real shit, guys. In that case, um, I will say. That every time I've encountered somebody dealing with children, they always, like, they never approach the problem with force, Tim. Like, they never go, like, all right, there's kids running around with Sharpies. We're just going to knock them out and then pick them up and throw them in the kid <laughs> I pile. I mean, yeah. Um, but, like, the police are deaf. Like, if they see a guy, like, like, like spray something and then they chase him, they're definitely just going to tase the shit out of him see, or knock they, him down. They wouldn't but, like, see the guy. They wouldn't see him. <laughs> He's he's a he's a professional graffiti artist. Okay, I think you're I think you're giving this graffiti artist a lot of credit. I think all, you're giving four year olds way too all much it credit. Says is angry graffiti artist. It doesn't say he's a professional. Um, but like, I think like like they'd see like twelve four year olds and they'd be like, "All right, guys, come on, stop!" And then they'd like run around. And the thing that children are the absolute best at is getting away with shit they're not supposed to do. Like kids will find every trick in the book. They will do everything they can to. Can continue to let anarchy reign and just unleash a massive amount of destruction. <laughs> I mean, I okay, I see what you're saying, but I feel like, like I see what you're saying on the on this on the kids thing. But mm-hmm. my thing is, is once they start running away from the police, I think they're gonna they're gonna be more inclined to you know start playing hide and seek or something as opposed to like mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, let's keep coloring on the walls. Oh look! I, I I drew I drew a little baby dick on this wall, guys. Look, it's so funny. I'm <laughs> I drew four a little baby old. dick. I think uh yeah I think I'm a binky graffiti artist. Yeah okay. And that's our last goof. I would like to thank Jess, Marcus, Tommy, and Tim for their constant dedication to producing content week after week. And I would also like to thank Suleiman Asalam at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you. But most importantly, I would like to thank you, our listeners. Without people like you and Suli, we wouldn't have a show to put on. If you want to be just like At Bad Disco Duck and have your very own Best Of episode, please submit some questions. You can tag us or DM us on Twitter, at Versus Extreme, or shoot us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so please don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on whatever podcast app you choose. If you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we want to share this experience with everyone we can. Before I sign off, I would like to remind you again, if you are looking for somewhere to place your donations for the Black Lives Matter movement, please, please, please consider the Apex Museum. The wonderful people at this historic museum have been working tirelessly to show the world the incredible impact the African-American community has had on this country and the world at large. You can find their donation page at apexmuseum.org donate, or you can follow the link in the episode description. All right, pals, I think that's everything. I'm Max Nolan Young. Be safe out there.
brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.